Welcome to the fourth season of Pop Culture Elevator. You might get off on the wrong floor, but it'll still be the right one. I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. We're going to follow the rabbit down some deeper holes, and we might just make it to Wonderland. That's the adventure we're looking for. We will deep dive into some newer films, but also take a look at some of our older favorites. No movie is too big or too small for us to handle, and hey, we'll even have time to talk about film news and our favorite celebrities. That's why we're the hosts of Pop Culture Elevator. And passengers, we'd love for you to message us. So if you'd like to, you can reach us at a few different places. Our email is popcultureelevator at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is PCE Podcast. Instagram is at popcultureelevator. Facebook is facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. When Mark and I talk about pop culture, we have a hard time censoring ourselves. So there are spoilers. Some of these spoilers are many years old and some only a few days old. We just want you to know what you're getting into. So if you haven't seen the movie we were talking about, you might want to pause this and watch said film. This is your spoiler warning. Welcome back, passengers, to another episode of Pop Culture Elevator. That's right. Season 4, episode 12. Today we are going to be talking about Top Gun Maverick, starring Tom Cruise, of course, and Miles Teller. Yeah, this is a cool one, especially since uh, we got to see an early showing, which is always nice. So we saw it, uh, I guess, last night, if you're listening on Wednesday. Uh, we actually just got back from the movie and decided, hey, let's let's put together a real quick podcast on, uh, on the movie we just watched. Right? What's the point of an early screening if we can't get the review to you earlier, right? Exactly. So we're not going to go super spoilery detail in this one, just in case. Uh, we still want you to go watch it on Friday. Yeah. So uh, this is a sequel to a 19... 19- 86. Excuse me, I'm burping. <laughs> 1986, uh, yes. Yeah. All right. Born so, the year I was born. A 1986 film. So, it's been 30. I thought it was, it's 35 years. It was 35 all, years? They said 36 in the like pre movie, like expose. 36 thing. years in the making. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway. <clears throat> pretty cool that we're getting a sequel and legacy sequels are iffy um i say this because there's been a few legacy sequels where yeah uh we've walked out and been like uh like dumb and dumber or, um, yeah or just super passing the torch type of things and it, it's just starting a whole nother chapter versus right uh, staying right. within the story that's already there now, luckily we've had a few really good ones ghostbusters afterlife was a really yeah, good that was a good uh, legacy one. sequel yeah. Um, that not only passes passes the torch, but also uh, lets previous members um, shine and equally get their spotlight for what will become Ghostbusters 5 or even maybe a Ghostbusters TV show, right? Yeah, that's a paragon of um, how that, that should be done. Totally. Exactly. So now we have Top Gun, which we don't, it's not really, Top Gun isn't really franchise friendly. Mm-hmm yeah <laughs> i don't i don't necessarily need another top gun after this one it's, um it's kind of untouchable like at this point they did a really good story they gave us exactly what we did now if they wanted to be like top gun rooster 
I don't yeah, know. Or I don't, Goose, the I don't, untold story. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how <laughs> interested I would be in that. But um, you, you give me a good uh, Tom Cruise action film, and I'm usually uh, pretty bought in. I wouldn't mind uh, like a sequel to this that's uh, Rooster and Hangman's uh, competition. Maybe. I mean, maybe. Uh, I don't. Hangman was an interesting character. Uh, he was he's really like i love to hate him yeah in the in the beginning i was kind of like okay are they gonna kind of retell the original story are we gonna get like this whole rivalry between um rooster and yes uh and and hangman or is it you know kind of like how tom cruise uh sorry maverick and uh iceman had a rivalry and then and it kind of kind of treads a little bit in that way but not not in the same way and of course we're talking 1980s films like when you go back to 1980s films it or a film it doesn't um it it doesn't flesh out the characters as well as films do nowadays we're talking yes. here's like, the guy love him here's the guy yeah. hate him they yeah. go against each other Ba-boom. we're also talking an hour and 40 minute film versus a two hour and uh let's see it was two and a half, two and a half hours i think Thinkish, something around there. Uh, two and two hours and eleven minutes. It was two hours and eleven ah. minutes long. But you know what, pastors? It didn't feel like two hours and eleven minutes long. It did for me, but that's only because I didn't go to to sleep until three last night. Love, oh. and so I had and I had a long day. Uh, but the cool thing was is that I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of this is kind of like the flight in uh in top gun where it's like oh you're going you're going you're going you're just about to black out with all the storytelling and all this stuff and then boom all the action happens you're like i gotta i gotta be up i gotta oh my god it's happening i don't know i i was tired it today. was great I was, I was telling fanny on my way out i was like man i wish that we weren't doing this i'm tired and uh, <laughs> same <laughs> movie started it got right into it and uh it woke me up i was like okay yeah i'm into this we sat passengers yep. we, you know what I loved about just the, even the opening of this movie is that they didn't try to put some weird remix or modern version of the theme oh, song. Yeah, it was just straight up. It was the just song. straight up theme song. Yeah, like thank you. Yeah, it was it was good, and all the music was very nostalgic. Uh, they did a really good job of not throwing in member berries. Remember this? Remember that? Remember this? It was <laughs> like berries. Oh, yeah, they were just like oh. Well, here's what you have to know. If you didn't see this movie recently, if you didn't see Top Gun recently, or if you haven't seen it at all, here's what you need to know. Tom Cruise had a had a wingman. It was Goose. Goose's son is now someone that he's looking after, like kind of like a guardian angel, but he's not doing it right because, of course, he's Maverick. He doesn't do things right. Um, and so it's, you know, they introduce all that, but it's like you get a few like things about Goose you get a few things about Iceman, and then they move mm-hmm. the story on. Gosh, okay. Iceman, like, I was so touched by Val Kilmer's performance. Oh, without even saying much, he said yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah, well, and then when he does, it's like, yeah. it's like Silent Bob on steroids. Like, he finally talks and is like, you know that is very hard for him to do for one as a real person two as an actor because of his character but yeah it just made it way more impactful 
Well, I remember uh, when so they were first. I loved that when they were first filming this. I remember seeing an interview. I remember this movie is supposed to come out like three years ago, uh, All right, or two and a half years ago, or whatever it's been. So it's been coming a long time. I've been trying uh, to gift these movie tickets to my dad for many years <laughs> and, <laughs> for for uh, Father's Day. Yeah, and uh, well, Father's Day is coming up, so yeah, third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. Well, now you know it's actually coming out. So yeah. Um, but uh, I remember Tom Cruise talking about it, saying, "I'm I don't I didn't want to do this movie if we couldn't involve Val Kilmer at all." Good. Uh, and it was like the most perfect way to honor the Iceman character and Val uh, Kilmer and Val Kilmer. Um, and also remember like this movie originally started out as a sequel in Tony Scott's mind before Tony Scott, uh, 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 died of suicide. Yeah. Um, and so this was also a good memory for Tony, like in memory of Tony Scott, at the very end of the movie, it says in loving memory of Tony Scott. Um, so you know, kind of like these these nice little nods here and there. It, it and it felt like a, it felt like a Top Gun sequel. It felt like a really good mix of '80s with now, uh, which is exactly what I want. It, exactly, it was it was perfect in that way. And it's it's I, I think the movie ended, and I looked at you, Mark, and I said, um, "I says to him, I says, <laughs> I says uh, that's a pretty perfect sequel." It uh, was. I completely agreed. Like you, you, when you leaned over, I was thinking the exact same thing. Now I did, folks. I did make Mark almost uh, laugh so hard in the theater that he had to cover his mouth. <laughs> I did. I was, I was like, <laughs> "There is, there is a scene with Jennifer Conley and him where they're about to hook up," and I, I turned to Mark and I, I said the iconic. Uh, one of the iconic ending lines of Requiem for a Dream. Now, folks, if you're privy to that, you know what it is, and I'm not going to say it out loud. <laughs> and, but... and it's like a very touching moment, slash intimate moment. <laughs> yes. and, and I love that kind of humor at the uh... most inappropriate times, so he got me. But unfortunately, I was trying to like lead by example because of the stupid kids next to me and who I just had to like, like go, yo, we, can you whisper? And like tell him to shut up. And so I'm like, I'm like, I cannot laugh right now, Danny. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> you know, and the, the problem. So I, I am really good about losing myself in movies. Like I can pretty you much have like training. Watch, you have at home uh, training. And Mark is sitting here going like the only thing I saw is the, the kids walk in late. Like these two kids sit next to us. They walk in probably yeah, five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah. But luckily not into the movie. It was five minutes after Tom Cruise came on and was like, this is all about for you and all this stuff. You know, Tom Cruise does a little It's definitely was... like a solid minute into the movie yeah. when you're like trying to pay attention. So they sit down and and the girl's like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. They're all over each other. They're all over and, each other. And one and dude's then, like trying to Snapchat the screen. Yeah, they're and... like filming the scene and Mark's just like pointing. Oh, he's, filming, he's filming the freaking screen. Can you believe this person? I'm like, I didn't even notice, but like, it just always like, it just feels like every time Mark sits somewhere in the theater, no joke, the person next to him is just a jackass. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I'm seriously it's at like the point you, where I'm like, please, like, somebody sponsor us so we can go to private screenings. Oh, I also don't or, really understand. 
what happened like over COVID it's like everyone just thought oh we're just gonna whip out our phones during movies it's yeah. like there were so many times where there was a few people in front of us that whipped open their brightest shit phone yes uh, and I was like what are you doing like it's not we're in the middle of a movie in a theater in a dark theater no you, do you think you're the only one who can see the bright white light yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, sometimes you have it and the, the brightness is all the way down and it's like, all right, I saw that, but it's not, not, it's that, not disturbing, like, gotta, but they have it on like bright, but There's you a know? reason that they made smartwatches. But also, like, but even smartwatches, you got to put those on theater mode because, sure. you know, you move but and they I'm go saying, off for I'll no reason. That over, I'll take that over someone whipping out their phone and getting on it. It's just, it, it but just what happened to theater attendants? You know what I mean? Like oh, the people like the, that are like, we're not hey, a, you know, if your phone's stupid. House, buddy. We're at that, seriously, I thought about that when, when this was happening. I'm like, uh, and I like made a meme about this forever ago. It's like, you can judge the state of humanity by how well they have to spell out the movie theater rules before the movie. You know, unfortunately, and, dude, they don't have that at the theater. It isn't a thing anymore. It has to do with, yeah. I swear it has to do with COVID. Like everyone I think, forgot the etiquette of movie theaters. I mean, it wasn't this yeah. bad before COVID. It got worse. It, it, it is in certain areas, but like in San Antonio, there's no regard for the movie rules. People are just terrible in San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, in, the, in the theater. Uh, love San Antonio, but when y'all go to the theater, y'all do not care. <laughs> it's, it's unfortunate that this new generation just doesn't care. They would their phone phones are more important than watching the film. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, I'm just I'm just like, uh, oh my God, I would be so happy if they brought out like a 21 and up like movie theater or like a they, movie buff time frame it, where I you find could it go. Most of the most of the time, <laughs> the um, people who are whipping out their phones are way older than twenty one, older than me. Yeah, uh, but that that that's a little different. Like if they're yeah, like yeah, if yeah. I see a dude in like like a like a suit whipping out his phone, like that dude probably has like an emergency work call or kids, Possibly. like a kid emergency. Possibly, you know? but you know what? Uh, anyways, we digress. Yeah. Anyway, so. Um, the whole point of this movie is that Tom Cruise uh, is a captain still. He hasn't really ranked up. Uh, and it kind of feels like by his choice. Um, and and he basically just wants to be like a test pilot. Uh, he, of course, still breaks the rules because oh, he's Maverick. That, that great opening, opening sequence. Scene. Yeah, that whole <sighs> opening sequence was fantastic. Which is um, why I was so mad. Well, even, also, though, even though the gods are upset, that was a little thunder from outside. Uh, but uh, seriously, like I truly had the need for speed. I was so happy to come out of the theater and hop in my Camaro, even though it was raining. I'm like, yeah, it's like hopping in a jet after a jet scene. But he's testing out this amazing experimental craft. craft yeah. And I had these people talking, but it is still such an amazing scene. There are so many really good yeah. scenes in this movie. The, the speed is really, we sat, uh two rows from the front which we were kind of bummed about but honestly it, it kind of worked for great. the experience yeah uh the seats went far enough, far enough back where like i got used to it i didn't feel like i was craning my neck i didn't feel like i was looking around like it kind of it kind of worked for me i, I could have used it's just like my... two more notches of reclinement sure. yeah but it was still really good but i'll tell you what it didn't ruin or take away from the experience yeah. except for one time there was like a really awkward like Tom Cruise turned and his nose looked like a Pixar nose. Like it was like rounded <laughs> instead of like the normal nose. And I was like, that's because of the weird. angle. Because of the angle. I was like, that's a yeah. really weird angle to have. But um <laughs> I tried to take a picture of like the 
you know, what's your what's your uh, call sign name? Oh, yeah. Uh, and I tried to like take a picture of Tom Cruise on the screen before the movie started, of course. And he's, instead of him looking normal, like my view from my eyes, he looked like a rounded fat version yeah. of it. Yes, 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 <laughs> it yes. so funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, it didn't take away from it. Uh, of course, the big thing here is that the only problem I have with the movie as far as like the story goes is... Uh-huh. I really wanted to know what happened with Charlie, the girl that yes. he was with uh, in the first movie. Uh-huh. And I, you know, I don't know if it had something to do with the actress didn't want to be in it, if she's still around, if she's still doing stuff, or if it had everything to do with the fact that she just didn't keep acting. And I just watched Tom, Top Gun, the first one, previously today. So it's very stuck in my brain because I love Top Gun. Um, there were things I didn't remember, of course, like how Goose died. Um, but watching it, it was just like, okay. Actually, it was more emotional watching the flashbacks this time around. Of yes. Dying. So, yes, especially with all the weight of the of the sun being around and yeah. the secrets uh, to protect him, essentially. Yeah. Um, that and Miles was Teller, so impactful. Uh, playing Goose's son, oh, it was great. Absolutely was, perfect. He's a powerhouse. I don't... He, um, he is. I really, you ever seen Whiplash, the one where he plays yeah, the drums? Yep, love it. One of my favorite movies. He's yep. he's absolutely fantastic. But I'm going to tell you this. Yep. Tom Cruise is probably in my top five favorite actors of our time. And not, yep. he's a weirdo in real life. So whatever. But, but actor. But actor wise, like his movies are my, some of my favorites. Like I am, yes. Mission Impossible. I, I claimed this on my Facebook uh, yesterday because the, they dropped the Dead Reckoning trailer. Mm. uh mission impossible is probably my favorite franchise uh of Of all franchises uh over fast and furious over star wars over the marvel franchise Uh, star wars is tough but yeah dude you can't argue star wars with me they've had Uh, nine films of the main star wars franchises and i'll give you that nine are terrible yeah and like not terrible but not five great. out of six are amazing on uh mission impossible that's pretty oh, no. amazing mission impossible has how many movies right now seven six seven. Oh, so so six out of seven uh whatever however there many are there's only one that's bad and that's part two and it's still and, pretty darn good and exactly that's exactly <laughs> it part two is not bad part two is a fantastic action stupid film. motorcycle scene that gets me where the tires switch part two is a fantastic <laughs> action film with uh not so smart plot that's but, John Woo, right? Yeah, it's John Woo. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Go watch it again and like just soak in the I, John Woo. I, I love it. The villain's great. It's just there's there are little details here and there that they need to pull off the stunts, but it it doesn't translate well to somebody who knows vehicles. I do. I do got to give it up to though. Using the term the John Wooness of it all because now like every time I talk about it, I'm just gonna be like soak in the John Wooness of it all. Yes. Um. But anyway. Uh, again we but yeah yeah i guess you're right like i have to concede that like as far as like ratio of good movies to bad movies it does kind of beat out star wars unfortunately it does it beats um, it definitely beats out fast and furious which i yeah. always say is a guilty pleasure of mine uh, yeah. but man they've made too many bad ones in the franchise for me to be excited about new ones but i'll i'll go see them of course <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a moral. It's imperative. a given. I gotta go see them. It's a but, movie uh, imperative. <laughs> yeah, it's imperative. No, but you're giving me two, two, part one and part two of a, of a story from Mission Impossible that's supposed to end this epic franchise. Yeah, give it to me. That trailer looks fantastic. Give me oh, Tom yeah. Cruise all day long. War of the Worlds. Uh, Seriously, Minority Report. Minority Report. Risky business. I'll take it all. Give me, give me Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um. But anyway, 
uh love tom cruise love miles teller in this movie uh we talked about it already but um friggin uh who's the guy hangman uh glenn powell fantastic yeah. uh there's not really a villain you can't call him a villain you can't really even call him an antagonist because he's not just like he's, an anti-hero if he's anything. part of the crowd and you actually at one point kind of are like he probably should be the leader he he is essentially the new ma- up and coming maverick as far as like oh, natural maverick. ability yeah. and like uh even at one point and, and like, instincts. you are a good flyer you are really good like he just uh it's a, he uh, he literally has almost like the exact same uh arc as uh tom cruise did in the original like mm-hmm. everything they say to him uh, and they have they don't trust him and yeah. all that stuff um it's it's crazy and so you really do think that uh tom cruise would choose him as his wingman it later does. on but then you, you do also realize like when um phoenix played by monica barbaro fantastic by the way love phoenix as a character really yeah, love her character really cool uh and bob bob her wingman loved bob yeah he's, bob's funny he's funny uh what's your call <laughs> name bob, bob. <laughs> i've been Bob's waiting for point? somebody to use the name like i why does nobody use the name bobbert Bobbert. I've been trying to make Bobbert happen. It's like fetch. It's like stop never going to happen. happen. It's never going to yeah, happen. Yeah, stop trying to make Bobbert um, happen. <laughs> anyways, uh, Phoenix saying to Bob, she's like, this is why we call him Hangman, because he'll always leave you out to dry, uh, which was interesting, yeah. which is that's, for me, that right there, what he did there proved that he wasn't leadership material, although he does. But he is maverick material. But he does get a redemption later which is a fantastic redemption it is because i did i did kind of think something was going to happen that didn't happen and i'm not going to say it because i don't want to spoil it but um that was but it's great. very maverick-esque you oh, know and it's sure. like 100 yeah. percent. uh and there's some there's actually mm-hmm. some really really funny moments in the movie like yeah there's really a little bit of an abercrombie like, montage you get and... this oh the whole the whole football scene was <laughs> the, great the, yeah, because it's just like the volleyball scene in the original. They should um, have had the uh, jitterbug song playing during that, and it would have been hilarious. Um, let's see. John Hamm was a great uh, general, or ad, I guess he's he a was. He's such a, a like an amazing jerk. Yeah, he, uh, and you and I hated him because he's the type of guy you know, like Tom Cruise is like uh well we're gonna teach him how to come home too right and he's like yeah. wait wait the, these guys are like we're kodak gonna, cameras they're just disposable back, right, right? We're we, we, yeah. we can't just like use them and throw them away like that yeah that's that's uh that's bad oh okay i guess we'll do things your way tom cruise <laughs> right john ham was great in it of course uh vel kilmer being fantastic we already talked about that but i did love i am going to bring this up i did love at the very end of their conversation this very heartfelt beautiful conversation um, oh, by the way, you find out some stuff about him, but um, beautiful conversation. That he's like, I do have to ask this. Who's the better pilot? You were. Yes. Doctors is like, hey, this is a great moment. I don't want to ruin it. Let's not spoil it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all the all the characters were great. I, I liked every single one of them. You know, not everyone was really given their time to shine, but it wasn't yeah. about all of them. Really, this movie is Maverick. We're talking about Maverick here. And, and we're um, reconciling the past. 
we do get a great uh jennifer conley is a really good character coming in she's penny benjamin we hear about penny benjamin in the first movie they dated before uh it's something that may ryan brings up oh uh, uh, speaking of that we, we you were touching on it before about charlie just disappearing oh, right yeah and i like to think of that as the uh, you know maverick you know like a rogue horse essentially uh is not easily tamed it takes time to break well, in that horse, kinda, you know, he and it takes the up. right owner or, you know, in this case, yeah. a significant other. And uh, so I, I, that's what I think happened to Charlie. Maybe. You know, she was he a very straight laced person and she had to move on. And sure. so she's and gone. She did bring, he did bring up the point, like he only lasted two months as a trainer. So I'm sure like knowing how Maverick is as a character, he just yeah. was like, peace out, I'm done with everything. And they both probably did, just career, you know, you move yeah, places. And, I mean, it's just the life of their army. If you watch the original Top Gun recently, you'll see like, there's even the part where he's like going to quit Top Gun. And, yeah. and he just basically, he doesn't even say bye to her. Um, <laughs> yeah. So maybe she's not as, as uh, the you love. You think they just lost that love and feeling? They just lost that love and feeling. <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie is really just a great sequel. I, I can't say enough good things about it. I had a lot of fun. Um, the 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 even the plane stuff, like the stuff that all the action stuff in the in the jets was just fantastic. Oh, that I, was so amazing. And the, I love that Tom Cruise comes on before the movie and says that essentially all of that is real. Yeah, well, it is real. We know that Tom Cruise does most of his own stunts. He even learned how to fly a helicopter in Mission Impossible. <sighs> He learned how to fly the planes for, for Top Gun. He is a pretty incredible um, actor, his craft. You know, he's got a very good grasp of his craft and what his audience wants. Um, but yeah, it, it was very good. It felt very realistic as much as I could tell, uh, because of course I, I don't pilot planes, so I don't really know. But um, <laughs> Well, there, there, then there's some other things, like there's like a, a quadruple uh sonic boom happening they're all in formation and going into sonic boom at the same time and that is such a cool such a cool sequence oh, you the, see whole, the compression cloud in front of the planes the training so cool. sequences the actual sequence uh of them actually uh, doing what they were supposed to be doing it just was all really good and, it just and then felt, the mission sequence yeah the missions all of that <laughs> stuff was just it was just a really fun good time and and it's top gun I mean, you're going to go into this. If you've seen the first Top Gun, you're going to like the second Top Gun. You're probably going to it's, love the second Top Gun. It's uh, on a whole nother level yeah. because today's technology is just on a whole nother level. Yeah, oh, and so you have the old school instinct versus like new school mm -hmm. technology. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it's literally man versus machine. It is the best. Oh, it's, and it's, I love it. I, I, I love this movie. Um, it probably makes it into uh, the top 10 of my films this year, I'm sure. Oh, top 10, sure. Uh, top sure. 10. Um, you know, I was looking up John Kaczynski, John Kosinski, John Kaczynski, Joseph. Holy crap, I'm thinking John Krasinski. Joseph Kaczynski, <laughs> who directed the film. Uh, and he also directed Tron Legacy. And he also... I yes yeah one of my favorites and he also directed um the other tom cruise movie oblivion the one where he's like oh, a excuse me yes i like that one too 
Oh, and his new movie, uh, the one that's coming out to Netflix, Spiderhead. Okay, fantastic. I want to watch Spiderhead really bad. It's uh, it's that one with Miles. I hear about that one. Miles Teller and uh, Chris Hemsworth. Nice. And they're doing uh, they're they're doing like test experiments on people. And Miles Teller is like Thor level buff now, so that's gonna be really cool to watch if it's a, like a physicality yeah, type it is. movie. It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I really, again, I really like Miles Teller. Um, we Mark has been developing a uh, rating system uh, which will come out pretty soon. Yes. Uh, we just haven't really talked it over yet, but so yeah, not so ironing really, out the details. We'll pop up some ratings on the website. So go look at the Facebook page. Um, kind of compiling data too, you know, like seeing if, if it's if it's consistent with with our scores. But it's uh, it's, nev- it's not going them. to be a we could still love a movie, but the movie can still be a three. So yeah, uh, like quality-wise, it's right. quality with recommendation. So um you'll be getting that soon so i'm not going to give off like a rating of this movie but uh i think we should sit wait for like that should be like a post only type of thing sure uh thunders loud right now yeah it is loud yeah we're like miles away from each other and like it's happening at the same time (laughs) jeez um sorry it just kind of was it's really just like long thunder it's like a long thunder still going Mm -hmm. Got a lot of cheese. <laughs> look out the window and make sure a tornado's not coming. Like yeah, it is a severe thunderstorm morning tonight, so we apologize for the yeah. interruptions. Anyway, um, do I recommend it wholeheartedly? I recommend this movie. I um, I can't recommend this enough. It was it was super fun, um, especially if you like the first one. Although I do have to say that uh, Lady Gaga's theme song does not hold a candle to any of the music off the first soundtrack. Just, just going to throw it out there. Yeah, no way. Um, Same. I can't recommend this enough. It was uh, 35 for me because the movie's a little older than me, Uh, like by months, Uh, 35 years in the making uh, of waiting for this movie uh, to come out and, you know, thinking Top Gun is just like a one-off and all of a sudden they're going to do a sequel. And I'm just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And again, Tom Cruise, such an amazing actor. You know, he's going to make them do all the stuff for real. Mm-hmm. It's so exciting. Uh, I loved it. I can't recommend it for people who want to be on their phones the whole time or just talk <laughs> through a movie, but for everyone else who's normal and likes to respect the theater uh, and its sanctity, I recommend it. You got to check this movie out. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, it's really fun. Um, let's do our always drag to never. Let's do it. Uh, Tom Cruise, John Hamm, Miles Teller. Oh, <laughs> I made this one really hard on myself because actually John Hamm is is one of my podcasters. The skin is like ripping off of my face right now. I'm just like, what am I gonna do? Um, <laughs> always Tom Cruise. Yeah. Oh, this one could flip flop. This this next one could. This flip one's flop. tough, yeah. The, the, but, yeah. Uh, the always is kind of always like yeah, but the last two are always so hard. Tom Cruise for sure, always. John Hamm is my drag too, and Miles Teller is my never. And again, it's going to depend on the day that it could flip. But right now, I'm going John Hamm. I love John Hamm. I, yeah. uh, I love John Hamm. <clears throat> I, I tag. I could put tag on and watch it. <laughs> yes. Any day of the week. Uh, Whiplash, of course, is uh, is Oscar winning 
J.K. Simmons amazingness, uh, Miles Teller just giving it his all. But uh, I got to I got to go with John Hamm today. But, you know, tomorrow it might be Miles Teller. So definitely <laughs> Tom Cruise uh, dragged to John Hamm and never Miles Teller. Nice for me. Always Tom Cruise. Uh, and I, it's funny you mentioned tag because I literally drove my wife crazy with the first 20 minutes of tag. Because uh, I would watch mm-hmm. it before school for class before class every day for like three weeks. Uh, Come on, there's something. Like, there's a good positive energy and funny. Yeah, I needed that. About Ed Helms with the yes. mustache and the <laughs> yeah. throwing away the coke and then going into the into John Ham's office. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But unfortunately, uh, still, especially because and normally this is your bag that like the trajectory of Miles Teller mm-hmm. and his career uh, uh, thus far. I'm super impressed and I always enjoy what he's going to do or what he has done. So I can't wait to see what he's going to do next. So he's going to be my drag too and never see John Hamm just because I've watched him on repeat a lot. So I can, I can Viking funeral that, that one. (laughs) Like I said, it's really hard to, to, to do that one. I made this one really hard, but uh, this one was hard. All three actors are incredible. So give it up to those guys. Well, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Okay. All right, passengers, we're back to the birthday and the news. Uh, May 22nd, we have uh, Sean Gunn. Yes, James Gunn's brother, right? Yeah. Um, the dude is, uh, sorry, my brain went. I think he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. And... Thank you. Yeah. But I love him. He's always fun. He always kind of, right? He always plays a supporting character, right? Yeah, I don't think yeah. he's ever had he's a also, main character. He's also Weasel in Suicide Squad. The, the, he was oh, the that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that uh, already. But he played Rocket Raccoon. Uh, he, not the voice, but the actual raccoon. He played, Oh, that's he, right. He's the CG yeah. uh, model or whatever. But of course, he's also one of the, uh, he's one of the main, um, what are their name? Revengers? Re- Re- <laughs> Uh, uh as guardians of the galaxy no he's not one of the he's the other people he's he's with yondu oh oh uh the, they're like Rav- scavengers or ravagers whatever. ravagers there you go yeah yeah um yeah uh may 23rd we have ryan coogler who directed one of the best mcu films uh black panther oh Thank you so much. Really, really appreciate doing Wakanda forever, which is exciting. Uh, I still have no clue how you do that movie without uh, Chadwick Boseman. Rest he produced some of Judas and the Black Messiah. That's awesome. I think didn't Ryan Coogler direct it? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. No, apparently not. No. Okay. All but right. but he had some production, and I I really appreciate that because that show was hilarious. No, you're 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 thinking Black Jesus, aren't you? What am I thinking of? You're thinking of Black Jesus. Oh, Judas, you're so awesome. I'm sorry, it's very I'm very Judas tired. and the Black Messiah <laughs> is the movie we watched. Oh, uh, but the, that was the one where they they Molotov cocktail a car in the beginning yep. and all that stuff. That's yes, the, that's sorry. the one about the death of the Black Panthers. My bad. Also an amazing movie, and I appreciate that one as well. Right. I understood that I got where you were going with that though. <laughs> But got, it just I, reminded me of that, and it is hilarious. I got where you go. Black Jesus was really funny. If you have not watched Black Jesus, it was absolutely fantastic. Um, but also, uh, Ryan Coogler did Creed, which is one of my favorites. And um, 
He also did Fruitvale Station, which is supposed I to be still fantastic. I need to see Creed. Creed is great. I love Creed. Um, May 24th with Alfred Molina. Have to give it up to the man who plays Doc Ock. Uh, <laughs> I'm so tired. But uh, yeah, Alfred Molina is amazing. And he was also great in Frida. I love that movie. It's so good. Oh, man. Just he's so well-rounded. And then on top of that, to come back in No Way Home yep. and uh, to just bring life back to that character. I mean, all of those oh, yeah. uh, actors did so, but he does it so well, oh, yeah. especially going back and forth. I mean, I mean, he's just just barely behind uh, Willem Dafoe in how well he switches between oh, insanity yeah. and sanity. Well, Alfred Molina is just a classic actor. So. He really is. Uh, May 25th, we have Obehave. Mike Myers. Yeah. I, I, are you excited about that new thing he has coming out? It's already the, out. Uh, it's out? Okay. I haven't watched it yet. The Penteverit? Yes. Um, eh, uh, I'll get to it at some point. Uh, there's so many shows I want to watch, and it's kind of lower on my list. I love you, Mike Myers. I really do. But um, really- You know in Tropic Thunder, like where Jack Black plays like 10 people? Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> It's like a spoof of Nutty Professor. That's what yeah. I'm imagining here. I, so you can I, go either way. I would rather, excuse me, I would rather Mike Myers do another Austin Powers uh, or even like give us maybe like, what is what is Wayne up to right now? Like what is Wayne? Oh Wayne my gosh. Do? Old Wayne's world. That's, that'd Dana, be awesome. Dana Carvey with Mike Myers. Like that'd be great. Not, not saying that he can't make new stuff. Like, heck yeah, give it to Mike Myers for doing new things. But at this point, I, I'm really kind of want to see like what happened to the axe murderer character. You know, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's silly. It's so silly. Like I should want these actors to grow up, but they're really. I do want to see another Austin Powers. I do want to see another. I don't want to see another Shrek. Unfortunately, we're getting one. No, but I don't need one. What? Ah, oh, God, kid movies. They'll just anything to keep your kids quiet. More entertained while the teens do laundry. The teens love Shrek. Don't. Oh, that's good. It's ugh. Anyway, I stand uh, corrected. May twenty sixth, we have uh, the ever amazing Stevie Nicks. Uh, Fleetwood Mac is one of my favorite bands. Um, I love Stevie Nicks' voice. She is uh, angelic voice. Also, her cameo in um, in. American Horror Story. American Horror Story Coven. Like, mm-hmm. heck yeah. That was really cool. So good. Uh, May 27th. I had to give it up to Lily Rose Depp because, of course, we have the Johnny Depp uh, trial trial going on right now with Amber Heard. And I'm all for Johnny Depp on this one. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, especially after that last witness. Like, I'm sorry, but uh-huh. that was hilarious. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And what was that mouth movement? Is he a I'm, you know, not not to be insensitive, but does he have Tourette's or does he uh, have is he is he mentally fit? Like, I don't know what is going on with that guy. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and but, that's the best she could come up with. Uh, Lily Rose Depp, of course, the daughter of Johnny Depp, uh, also an actress in her own right. Um, yeah, I don't know much about her, but I really appreciate how much of a class act she's being by not like using this time to like further her own career in the worst Kardashian type of way. Sure. Oh yeah. Uh, and then May 28th with Carrie Mulligan, who is a fantastic actress. Uh, oh yeah. 
Gatsby. Gatsby, Promising Young Woman. Um, is it Shame? Shame. Uh, Drive. Oh my God, Drive is so good. Mm. With Ryan Gosling. Have you seen that? Yeah, of course. Oh, so good. Uh, well, happy birthday to our celebrities. Happy birthday. Without you, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So thank you. Thank you. News, 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 news. DC confirms that they did consider rehiring uh, for Mara, which the only reason that Mara didn't get recast was because uh, Momoa and uh, the director didn't want to recast her. Wait, you're talking about Amber Heard? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was a done deal. Son of a biscuit. They're not recasting her. She's only in it for 10 minutes, apparently. Well, I thought they had, I could have sworn it was confirmed they're like cutting it completely no, out. They, he's the director says it needs to be in there for the story. Oh, dang it. But, anyways, either way, she's done. Thank yeah, God. She won't come back. They won't. And it's like, but the thing is, is, she's in there for 10 minutes in like every other movie. And it's like, oh, Aquaman, you must go and do I this saw thing. a fantastic Bye. meme, or not meme, but a picture. <laughs> and it's from the first movie where they're in the, they're in the submarine going yeah and mara is sitting next to aquaman and uh and they just take her out and put king shark there <laughs> like how perfect would it be king shark exactly Heck yeah, I'll do that. yeah exactly oh, it's really easy peasy lemon Her squeezy hand yeah <laughs> yes good that is your hand, is your hand. <laughs> uh samuel jackson has been cast in a mystery a mystery role we don't know who he is mystery character in the Chris Pratt-led animated Garfield film. I forgot this was even happening. Say what? Yeah, there's a Chris Pratt's going to play Garfield. Do you think <laughs> he's playing John? No, Chris... Oh, Samuel Jackson. That'd be hysterical. Yeah. Especially if he gets mad. That'd be hysterical. He gets mad at... <laughs> I can just see it now. I'm just Listen, imagining the lines. You eat this lasagna, mother trucker. <laughs> Yeah, but no. I'm tired of these cats. <laughs> tired of this mother effing Odie in my mother effing bed. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, we digress. Whatever Thank studio you. is. I'm too Garfield, tired not to laugh at that. Whatever studio is doing Garfield, please take our please make make Samuel Jackson uh, play John. John Arbuckle. Megan Garfield, PG-13, huh? Oh, man. Also, man, best use of the F-word in a PG-13 movie during uh, Top Gun Maverick. Just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, Ghostbusters Afterlife uh, saved the Ghostbusters franchise, says Sony. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt in my mind. I mean, it's, it's no surprise. We just put it in the news section because it was talked about, but I think that's kind of cool. Confirmed. <laughs> uh everything everywhere all at once my still top favorite movie of this year i don't know if there's anything that can beat it yet uh coming out but it is now the highest grossing a24 film in the u.s that is a record and i love that it's being given to an asian-led film uh to these brilliant directors the daniels I am so happy to hear that, dude. Like, it is such an amazing movie. Oh, it's, I want everyone to go out and see it. Just go out and see it. I don't even Gotta care. If, I don't even care if you go back and listen to our podcast, but yeah. you should. But I want you to go out and support this film. Go see Seriously. this film. It is worth seeing it in the theater. I promise you. 
um, but it does come out to Blu-ray soon uh, and also is uh, on VOD now if you wanted to find it. Uh, and, and last but certainly not least, uh, Vangelis, the composer of many, many amazing soundtracks, such as Chariots of Fire and Blade Runner, has passed away. Oh, no. uh, this dude's the king of synth uh, composing. Dang it, it is very sad to uh, have, have, I think he's 95 years old though. So it's a good After punk, the responsibility is all on you. <laughs> They're done, dude. They just retired. <laughs> I know. The dishes are done this is done man keith coogan now to realize i'm keith coogan it all falls like keith coogan (laughs) all right well uh that's the birthday and the news let's get on to another sponsor okay hey mark today's sponsor is tim cruz's cruise careers oh they're the premier recruiters for finding a position on a cruise ship indeed they are for our passengers they will help you find a career on a cruise ship for only a 10 percent fee that is a steal of a deal. May have to give him a call one day. Thanks, Tim's Cruises Cruise Careers. Thanks. Yay! All right, passengers, you know what time it is. It is time for the elevator pitch. If you guys don't know already, Danny's going to have 30 seconds to come up with a movie idea to pitch a movie executive in our elevator. So, Danny, uh, are you ready to use these three random words given to us uh, by our random word generator? As ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> okay. Okay, your three words are clay, tail, and whip. Whip it good. Yeah. (laughs) Little Devo. Uh, You know, I always got Devo and Ronnie James Dio mixed up. Like, I mean, Dio and Devo. Oh, that's funny. Imagine (laughs) Ronnie James Dio doing whip it. Um, Anyway. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, clay tail whip. Let's see. Um, clay tail whip. All kind of glows together too. This is the story of a special weapon. It's the clay tail whip. <laughs> Yeah, ah, I just used all those words together. That actually yeah. sounds like something they used on Jesus. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> clay tail whip. This clay tail whip was a whip they used on Jesus. <laughs> and and now it has magical properties because it at okay. one point touched the blood of Jesus. Just like a spear of destiny. Uh, and so uh, what happens is, is that the evils of hell uh, want this whip back because it's the only thing that can stop them because they've already destroyed all the other ancient artifacts that touch Jesus, such as the cloak, such as the spear, they destroyed them all. Uh, and so now they're looking for this clay tail whip. Well, the clay tail whip is deep in this artifact museum and really actually it's buried away. It's kind of like, think about Videodrome, the ending of Videodrome where it has all the, the stacked cases and you can never find what you want to find because they're the, the, the Vatican vault. <laughs> kind of like, yeah, exactly. Something out of something out of Indiana Jones, whatever it may be. Anyway, so uh, actually, what happens is is that they're trying to find this, and uh, and and they're getting really close. And because they're getting close, God now anoints a human with the knowledge of this, and he has to try to stop them. And so he does end up getting the clay tail whip and becomes like this hero of 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 the heavens. And uh, has to fight off the evil wards uh, of hell. 
I don't know, kind of like a superhero film uh, with a with a Christian overtone, but not like too much where you're like, this is like trying to teach me a lesson, but it will teach you a lesson. Like, Dude, uh, this sounds like an anime adapted into a film. Like, you know, like uh, Dante's Inferno. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. I would watch the heck out of that. This actually, we should just uh, try I'm, and write that. As like, I'm no starting, joke. like, saying this, I'm like, I can actually see myself can, watching this film and enjoying and reading it. reading it, yeah. Or, like, a TV series or, like, a comic book. Like, it would just be kind of enjoyable. Like, Let's a, just try and write a manga. Like, Let's try. Can we get Morgan Freeman to play God again? <laughs> Billy. Jim Carrey. We need yeah, you to just... <laughs> find the clay tail whip. <laughs> oh, like, play uh. almighty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. You could also see this being like a Weird Al spin-off knockoff type film or like UHF where Weird Al's got the big muscles. Oh my god, yeah. Uh yeah, I could I could watch that movie. Yeah. So I think uh, we just got a movie deal out of that one. Yeah. Cut hey, and print. Yeah. Hey A24, sponsor us and let us write movies for you. <laughs> if you could figure out a way to get us into private screenings, we'd really appreciate it. That'd be really fun. I'm done with people. <laughs> in fact just put us in like a little room with a big movie screen that'd be great i, I don't even care just just a private screening in a regular room but right around to deal with anybody else <laughs> that's fine i got an idea you what? guys uh can dig under my house and build a movie theater in my house sounds underneath perfect. There's, there we go you pay for it that it'll be a uh movie theater room slash uh you know bad weather room but it's forever advertising paid yeah, for exactly. bought and paid for it <laughs> yeah there you go thank you for listening to pop culture elevator we love you passengers and remember if you want to contact us you can reach us at popcultureelevator at gmail.com instagram at popcultureelevator twitter at pce podcast and our facebook page www.facebook.com slash popcultureelevator thank you again for listening we will see you next wednesday <laughs>